Hello, friends. I'm Eric Nance, and you're listening to episode 33 of the Our Weekly Highlights podcast. Today, we are covering the highlights for issue 2021-W13, released on March 29th, 2021. This week's issue was curated by Tony Elhabar, with help from the Our Weekly team members and contributors. With the ever-increasing priority of deriving insights from the wealth of data available in organizations and around the world, effective communication with visualization is paramount to realizing the value of a robust data analysis that brings to a project. Whether you are browsing the R Weekly issues or seeing what's happening on the RStats hashtag on Twitter, Many examples of powerful graphs and infographics across almost every domain imaginable are shared on a daily basis. It is easy to focus on the present, but the realm of visualization has a rich history that teaches lessons we all can benefit from today. The phrase, ahead of its time, is sometimes thrown around a bit too much, but many in the statistical graphics community would not oppose that distinction applied to a certain chart authored in 1861 to show the tragic impact of war on thousands of lives. I am speaking of Charles Menard's famous graphic depicting Napoleon's Russian campaign of 1812, cited by the renowned Edward Tufte as the best statistical graphic ever drawn. While Charles is widely known for this singular work, some may not realize that this is just one of his groundbreaking explorations on augmenting cartography with additional information, such as a new form of divided bar charts for transfer of goods and harnessing area to convey total numbers or amounts. Could these influential graphics be recreated using today's software? David Schock presidential fellow at the University of Manchester, is currently addressing that very question in our first highlight for today. Using the recently published textbook, The Menard System, as inspiration, David has crafted an amazing site called The Menard System in R to recreate each of these Menard graphics, blending together ggplot2 and various other graphical packages like Patchwork, with relevant data sources where available. These aren't just modern-looking versions of the plots, as David has styled each of them to have the same vintage fonts and color palettes as their original counterparts. At the time of this recording, 13 of the possible 61 plots have been successfully converted, and yes, the Napoleon Russian campaign flow is one of them. The power of ggplot2 seems to know no bounds and is just one part of how these groundbreaking visualizations can be preserved in new ways. And speaking of ggplot2, it's quite evident from our first highlight that you can create an amazingly diverse set of graphics with the tools available in this landmark package. But with the robust extension system, we have a wealth of additional packages that connect ggplot2 to an entirely new set of plot types and enhanced theming capabilities. Having this wide array of choices is a huge benefit to our community, 
but it can be daunting for a new user to conceptualize just what is possible with a little creativity and technical know-how. In an extended version of a previous conference talk, freelance data visualization designer Cedric Schurer led a very comprehensive tutorial at the Oslo R user group on how you can harness the burgeoning ggplot2 ecosystem and the key fundamentals that empower you to quickly develop eye-catching visualizations with elegant R code. Cedric has certainly established himself as a knowledgeable and talented visualization wizard, demonstrated through excellent blog posts such as the one featured in episode 17 of this podcast and previous workshops. The slides featured in our second highlight today contain powerful examples created entirely with R code and no touch-ups performed in any post-processing software, all using datasets featured in the Tidy Tuesday project. You'll see excellent showcase plots with pleasing text support via ggtext and unique annotations powered by the ggforce package and additional theming options to style legends and other aesthetics to bring an extra polish to your existing plots. Even the most seasoned ggplot2 power users will likely encounter a few gems such as, an X, such as removing clipping when utilizing the chord cartesian function and controlling white space around the entire plot margins. Be sure to check out the full recording of Cedric's talk linked in this episode's show notes for the additional insights to accompanying the concepts in the slides. Switching to something completely different for our third highlight of today. Unlike the 1800s, in today's technology landscape, we have a multitude of platforms available to harness computing power and alleviate much of the manual tasks required in years past to achieve automation across multiple services. Previous highlights in this podcast have covered platforms such as the new GitHub Actions for creating workflows based in GitHub and the Plumber package to empower our users to create RESTful APIs directly with our code. There are ample opportunities to mix and blend combinations of tools to perform quite sophisticated workflows, and best of all, you can do all of these with R directly thanks to this fast-growing collection of packages serving as a translation layer to practically any of these services out in the tech world. Case in point is our last highlight for today. Data engineer and previous guest of my Shiny Developer series, Mark Edmondson, has invested a great deal of his professional and open source efforts on linking R to the various computing services offered by Google. With his recently authored Google Cloud Runner package marking a culmination of these efforts to enable a wide array of pipelines on Google's serviceless cloud platform. In particular, Mark has penned a step-by-step -step illustration on how you can create a custom Slack bot to share reports from Google Analytics on a predefined schedule all brought together via custom APIs authored with the Plumber package amongst others. 
While you are encouraged to read the vignette in full detail for the technical bits behind the steps in this workflow, I do want to emphasize the overall strategy of creating these intricate workflows that can serve you well if these concepts are new to you. The key is first creating basic code to obtain the desired data, in this case, a simple extract of Google Analytics data that is tidied up a bit afterwards with small dplyr munging. Once the initial code is complete, now comes the opportunity to wrap that functionality into a plumber API, which you can easily test on your local setup before deploying to the cloud run platform. The vignette continues with the code behind setting up helpful bits, such as auto redeployments at each commit of the API code, and then tying together the necessary bits for integration with Slack. While the upfront investment to learn these concepts may seem a bit high in the beginning, I can speak from experience at my day job that you can significantly boost your productivity in data pipelines, all with the ability to scale up to massive data storage backends, all thanks to creative blends of platforms that speak the lingua franca of web services, the RESTful API. For more details on Mark's journey to author Google Cloud Runner, check out his blog post that is also linked in this episode's show notes. And those are your Art Weekly highlights for today. Tony has hit this issue's curation one out of the virtual park with an amazing collection of blog posts and new packages, such as a tidy text analysis of the recent 100 days of writing Twitter challenge, incorporating open source contributions as part of student projects within a data science course, an overview of the available data to track economic impact of COVID-19, and much more. I'm thrilled to report that at the time of this recording, the episodes of this humble podcast have now been downloaded over 4,000 times across the world. Like the Art Weekly Project itself, I hope this effort can inspire you with the tremendous possibilities R brings in all aspects of data analysis and building your own awesome workflows for fun and perhaps even help your work too. Let's keep the positive momentum going and even a simple share of these episodes on social media or a positive review on the podcast platforms is one of the most effective ways the rest of the community can find out about the great R Weekly project. Have a great week, and we'll be back with another batch of R Weekly highlights next week.